Hello everyone, I'm Prophetess Lou. Welcome to the Glory Room. I hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life and the strength. Thank you for your word, Father God. Thank you for always being there. Father God, we ask you to give us strength through our day, Father God. We ask you to help us understand your word, whether we're reading this devotional or whether we're reading this, uh, whether we're reading your word. Father God, we ask you to pour out your knowledge, pour out your understanding unto us, Father God, and help us apply it to our life. Father God, bless the ones that are hearing it and bless the ones that are reading it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Verse of the day is 2 Corinthians 6 and 8. We serve God whether people honor us or despise us, whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but they are called, they call us imposters. Subject, never changing God. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I'm changing for God. I'm leaning on God. I'm making God I'm making good choices. I'm living in holiness. People honor us with their kind words. Those same people can despise us for anything and everything. They can tear us down and even rise us up. But that is people. They're always changing. And their emotions are up and down. But do you know who never changes? That's God. God have the same love for us regardless. He, he won't change how... He feels and thinks of us because anything we do, God is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Isaiah 40 and 8 says this, The grass wither and the flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. Everything around us will change. Even seasons change. But the thing is, God doesn't change. He stays the same. And he waits for us to see that, how he is with us. And he'll be that way forever. It's up to us who... who have to realize that the moment we created, he created us, he knew we'll be on this road that we are on. He knew that this was the moment in our life we will need him more. His presence will always be there as long as we need him to be. Numbers 23 and 19, God is not man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he, has he said and will, will he not do it? Or has he spoken and he would not fulfill it? God doesn't have to lie to convince us we need him. He doesn't have to lie to make us believe in him. No, my friends. God loves us and his mindset on things doesn't change. The world is changing and people are have, having to change their stance on certain topics to make other people feel good and secure. But when we do this, doesn't this break our relationship with God? Doesn't this make us put more care into what other people, what others think than what God feels about us? We have to get out of this this thing of thinking that we can do both when we can't. Lamentations 3 and 22. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. Another thing that doesn't change with God is his mercy. Even though we feel that he's merciless, he isn't. Even if we feel that he doesn't see what we are going through, he does. But do we see what he has already done? That he has gave us grace and mercy the moment his son died for us. Do we see that he sent him here to save us from death? The problem with us as humans, we only see what we want and what we haven't, what he haven't given us. Second Peter 3 and 9, the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. God patience doesn't wear out. His patience doesn't change for us. He doesn't want us to lose out on eternal life. 
he doesn't want to see us in hell. He all he wants us all to repent because his love runs that deep. We can always run to God about the same situation and he won't get upset. He won't fuss and shout. He'll wait for us. He'll wait as long as it takes us to get there, to get it right. But we must want to get it right. We must understand that while he waiting, while he while he is waiting, he's showing us that what we are doing must change because he isn't. Can you change what you're doing? Can you see that God is never changing and that we must change our ways? Titus 3 and 5, he saved us not because deeds done by us in righteousness, but in virtue of his own mercy, by his washing of his generation, renewing of his Holy Spirit. See, he saved us from all our unrighteousness to make us righteous. He isn't going to change his view on unrighteous deeds to make us happy. We must change now. Today, if you if you feel that you're having a hard time changing and you feel that you need more understanding, ask God to give you understanding about his will and, and ways. A lot of times we feel we can't talk to God and we can't. We can't talk to God about anything. We must do the asking and waiting. We will always have to let go of the way we view things so that we can develop into people God is calling us to be. Change today because God will always be the same prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We ask you to forgive us of the sins we have done. We thank you for never leaving us or forsaking us. God, help us to change today. Help us to seek you first, please. Lord, we don't know how to change on our own. Our our flesh won't let us, but we yield to you now. Lord, give us strength through the day to apply your word to our lives. Lord, give us strength to be more compassionate and loving. Right now, Lord, we claim victory over the situations we face. We claim victory over any doubt in our mind in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So today's subject is never changing, never changing God. I'm going to pause here to give everybody opportunity to get some water or their Bible. Okay. As I'm reading this, I might ask the Holy Spirit is okay to change the verse. Because um, I would like to change it to Isaiah 48, the grass wither and the flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. And I think I'm going to do that. Give me a quick second to do this quick change. Um, let me take a picture of this verse. Because maybe he had me use it for another time. So I'm sorry that the verse, the key verse is different. So the key verse today is Isaiah 40 and 8. The grass wither, the flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. I like that better. Um, if it switches, it's because the Holy Spirit told me to switch it back. Um, so today we're talking about never changing God. So I think a couple weeks ago it turned from summer to fall. And so now we're into fall. Some people are in actually winter, even though they're supposed to be in fall. But where I'm from, um, it feels like spring to me. It doesn't feel like fall. It's a little cold in the morning, but then in the evening, it's more springy to me than, than fall. But it it changes. And I most certainly like, I like the fall better than I like the winter or the summer. To me, it's in between. I like the cool breezes. But here in this state that I'm in, don't, we don't get too many cool breezes. But the thing is, is that seasons can change styles can change you can look at what people wear that this is the new thing that's in 
Um, you can look at the, the, the music that people listen to. People are listening to more this than that. You can look at and tell what people are actually doing by what you see everyone doing. You can look at one woman with one hairstyle and you can look at five other women with the same hairstyle because that's the trend. The thing is, is that we are constantly changing what we do, what we wear. I have looked at pictures from maybe five years back. I was wearing an Afro. I was wearing curly hair and then I went back to Afro and then I wore this. And now I'm this. It, we're forever changing. But God will always be the same. You won't wake up one morning and he's like, no, no, I won't talk to you. You did wrong. I told you I'm not going to talk to you anymore. You, you won't wake up one morning. He says, okay, I'm on vacation. I, I got to go. I'm not talking to you. And you, you won't catch him say, okay, you're going in that burning building by yourself. I told you I'm leaving you. His word said he's there for us forever. See, he doesn't change. We do. Our ideals and what we desire and what we want to do, it changes. When I first gave my life to God, I, I told him immediately and still the same passion. I said, I want to teach the world. And as I as he began to allow me to once he told me to, I, I realized I wanted, I wanted, I, I always want to prophesy to the world. But he's like, I called you to be a prophet, but I also called you to be a teacher. So now I teach to the world. Uh, I got an email a couple months ago that the word got into Malaysia. Somehow someone broke the word down and they hear the podcast in Malaysia. So I'm doing exactly what I wanted. But God forbid it, I could wake up the next day and say, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Why? Because we are always changing. And we're going to keep changing until we get to heaven. But the thing is that we can always look forward to is that God doesn't change. I can always wake up in the middle of the night if I'm aching, if I'm scared, if I'm lonely, wherever I'm dealing with, I can say, God, I need you. He's there because he doesn't change. His word says, I will never leave you or forsake you. His word says, you seek me first, the kingdom of God. I can spend all day reading my word and studying and praying and meditating. If I seek him first, everything will be added to me. See, it's us that change. And because the world is changing, some of us are changing our stance on what we believe in that should be. And I'm not going to get into that because that's going to take a lot to impact. But as you can see, the world is changing. A lot of Christians are taking a different approach to how they approach things and what they say. And even the church, we're, we're being censored. And because we're being censored, we begin to change our mind at how we should view things but the thing is when we do this we are breaking our relationship up with christ we are saying i choose men over you i choose what they say and what they believe in over you and peter said it one time he said i'm not choosing i'm paraphrasing i'm not choosing men over you i'm not choosing men over god and he didn't and we have to take that approach because there's so much in the world that's causing us to second guess, are we serving the right God? Are we serving the right person? Are we doing the right thing? I've had several family members, one in particular that sends me different 
reels from Facebook or Instagram. And, and it's basically telling me that different things about Christ that he felt is, isn't true. And that I'm, I'm serving the wrong God. And that I'm believing in the wrong things. But the thing is, is that even though he's sending these different things and he's telling me different things, it's not going to change my approach just because the world don't believe that that's that the God that I serve isn't real. We have to take this approach because if not, we will always change the way we view things. We can talk to God about anything and we don't have to worry about him saying, I don't want to talk to you today. His words is that he leans his ear down from heaven to hear our voices. That he collects the tears. That he's near the brokenhearted. And I, for one, have experienced that having a broken heart and him being near me. I have had him where I cry out to him. And he leans down, he hears me. He's like, yes, Luke, what's wrong? He's never changing. I can get up tomorrow and say, like today, my favorite color is yellow. It's been yellow for years. I can get up tomorrow and say, no, my favorite color is purple. And so I change everything I like into purple. Because I want everything to be that. I want everything to represent purple because I love seeing purple. So who are you representing? Are you changing your morals for other people? Are you changing the way you do things, the way you what you read in the word? For other people, what are you allowing yourself to represent? Are you changing who you believe that saved you and died on the cross for you, which is Christ? Do you are you changing that for what other people believe isn't true? What are you representing? Are you representing a God that never changes? People are upset because we're serving a God that says no. That's not right. No, you can't do that. But if he was a God that says, yeah, you can do that. That's fine. Go ahead. That's cool. Cool, 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 cool. Do that. Do that. Do that. Oh, everyone will love God because he's He's allowing you to do exactly what you want. But he has placed different things for us to follow for a reason. The things that are happening now happened back then. And he didn't stand for it then. He's not standing for it now. One of the verses that we studied was Numbers 23 and 19. God is a, not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and what will he not do it? Or has the, he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Whatever he fulfills. He's not like man that will say, oh, I take you to the movies. I take you to the park. I go do this. I go buy you that. And the next day, oh, no, I, I can't do that. I'm not taking you to the park. I'm not taking you to the movies. I'm definitely not buying you that. No, whatever God says he's going to do, he does it. Because he's not a man. He's God. And when we start viewing him as God, we will start changing the way we do things. We will hold him to a holier standard. Because we will look at it. Look at him as what he is, which is God. And a lot of us look at him as just someone we can turn on and turn off, but we can't. Can't be lukewarm. Us as believers, we can't. Let's look at um, 
our reference verses. Isaiah 40 and 8. I'm going to go ahead and just read it off here. The grass wither and the flowers fade, but the word of God will stand forever. The grass wither. The grass can turn green. It can turn brown. It can die. It can come back. The flowers can fade. They can die. They can come back. But the word of God will stand forever. The word of God won't change. You can take whatever you want and look at it and say, oh, and they have a Bible. They said they found in 1952 that reads totally different than what it's supposed to read. And they take that Bible and that's what they use for standard. Like, oh, the board does change. It doesn't. If I read, for example, if I go to Isaiah 40 and 8. And I read the NLT, NIV version. It says, the grass wither and the flowers fall, but the word of God endures forever. NLT, the the grass wither and the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. ESV, the grass wither and the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. No matter how I read it, it still says the same thing. This can be reprinted 40 years from now. It's still going to say the same thing. It's not going to change. No matter how many times you can change it and you can take some words out and put some words in, it's still going to read the same. God's word is going to stand forever. You can sit there and ignore it. You can sit there and say it doesn't exist. It does. It still exists and still remains the same forever. Let's look at Matthew 24 and 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. This is, this is almost saying the same thing. That heaven and earth will pass away, but my word would not pass away. His word will always be the same. It's no matter how you look at it, his word will always be the same. It doesn't matter if an earthquake happened. It doesn't matter if I read this 40 years from now when I'm 80 years old. His word would never pass away. His word will always stand. But we have to be the one to stand on God. We have to be the ones that doesn't fade and doesn't change because of what time is doing. The problem is that a lot of people are changing because of the time. But God would never change. So it doesn't matter how much people say they hate God and they mock God and they say these ugly things. He's going to be right there still the same saying, no, I still don't agree with it. You can hate me all you want. You can mock me all you want. I'll still be the same. Let's look at our last verse of the day. Let me grab my Bible. Isaiah 40 and 28. If you have your Bible, go to Isaiah 40 and 28. NIV says, have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Have you, this is NLT. Have you never heard? Have you never under, understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depth of his understanding. It tells us here, he never grows weak or weary. The Lord is everlasting God. So that means no matter what happens, 
No matter what's going on, he's an everlasting God. He never grows tired. We can eat sleep. I get only maybe five hours a day. Literally, only five hours a day. I need those five hours that I do get. But God, he doesn't have to sleep. He doesn't have to take a vacation. He doesn't have to talk to us later. He can last forever. He's never weak. He's never weary. He's everlasting. And his understanding is, is, is no measure. People take these tests to see whether they're a genius, whether they have a genius, and this, that, and a third, because they, they want to know how smart they are. They want to know how much knowledge they can take. And even in school, you take these ACTs and SAT scores. They need to know how much you knew. But we don't have to do that with God because his knowledge is unmeasurable. It's, 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 it's no one can measure to the depths of understanding. It even tells him in verse 29, he gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. If he does that, that means he has infinite power, infinite strength. And he gives it to the weak and the powerless. It says even youths will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on, on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Hallelujah. We can call on the name of the Lord. We can run and not grow weary. We can walk and not faint because we rely on a God that doesn't change, that has the most infinite wisdom and knowledge and strength. So it doesn't matter what people are saying. It doesn't matter what people can do to you. Stand on your truth. Stand on that God is never changing. And that the things here will go away. They will come and it will go. But the word of God won't change. He won't change. Hope you all having a blessed day. Hope you enjoyed this as well. Um, I've been trying to cut the devotional shorter. Um, so they won't be so long. But if you're looking for the reference to further reading the key verse and the memory verse of the day, please look in the bio of each one. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Please click subscribe, follow, like button. Thank you so much.